Welcome to Love Unlimited Church Online. My name is Mark Rodriguez. I'm the pastor of the church, and today we have a great service prepared for you. But before we jump in, I want to ask you to do a few things. First of all, if you're watching on Facebook, start a watch party. It's real easy. There's this little uh, popcorn button icon. You press share, and you go ahead and you share all of this with your friends and your family on Facebook. You could also do this if you're watching on Instagram. Just click on the little paper airplane, share the service. Let me tell you something. People find Jesus every week because their friends are sharing these messages. And if you're watching on YouTube, make sure that you subscribe to our channel, that you guys interact, that you comment as you're watching the message because that helps people feel like they are not watching church by themselves. And now, here is part two of our message in all things. All right, guys, it is 1996. I, thank God, got a car as a present. So I got a car. My parents didn't have a ton of money, but they loved me. I was able to get a car. I was also able to take my sisters to school in the morning. I think that was a big part of me getting a car. And also, I had about 15 minutes as soon as the bell rung to jump in my car and drive to work. I worked for my dad and I was his only employee, so I had to be there right after school to help him in our family business. And I remember um, the first time that my car broke down. I mean, I was heartbroken. It's like my entire world fell apart. (laughs) Can you guys relate maybe being a teenager? Or maybe even now you're like, Mark, a teenager? This just happened to me a few days ago. My car broke down. Everything is going wrong. And then you go to church and you hear a pastor preach a message that says, be thankful in all things. That's like the craziest thing someone could ever hear, especially if they're going through a difficulty in their life. Guys, we've all been there. We've all had moments when we wanted to quit. We've all had moments when we just wanted to say, you know what, I am done. I am done with church. I'm done with Christianity. Or maybe I'm done with my husband. I'm done with my wife. The first thing I want you guys to write down in your outline is this. Thank God in all things. Here's what the Bible says. When you pray, pray with thanksgiving. Whenever you pray, you should always pray with thanksgiving. I've shared with you before that the healthiest human emotion is gratitude. The healthiest thing that you can do in your life is be grateful. But people who are ungrateful are miserable because nothing makes them happy. They're never satisfied. It's never good enough for them. So if you cultivate this attitude of gratitude, of being thankful in everything, it reduces stress in your life. When I was a kid, there was this song that they used to sing in church. It's an old hymnal, you know, those books that you'd open up and sing a song. And there was this song called Count Your Blessings, Name Them One by One. I think that that is a good thing for us to do today to go and make a list. I actually did it yesterday. I sat down and I made a list of things I was grateful for. So that my children know the Lord, that my wife is a Christian woman. You know why that's a good thing? Because I am dumb sometimes. I say dumb things. I do some things. And even when her heart, she wants to knock me over the head with something, she looks at me and she says, hey, I love you, babe. And she prays to God and asks God to be merciful with me. In the last two weeks, 
I've received some real encouraging text messages from the men in the church. I don't know if they got together and they're like, hey, let's encourage Pastor Mark. But these messages said, I just want to let you know that I'm praying for you. I'm praying for our church. That's something that I'm grateful for. Men saying that they're praying in our church. Be thankful in all things. First Thessalonians says this, give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. That's one of the most important words to keep you from misunderstanding this verse. It doesn't say give thanks for every circumstance. For example, there's this big misrepresentation. We hear this a lot on podcasts, maybe from TV preachers, and they say things like, you should give thanks for everything. You know what? The Bible doesn't teach that. That gives me so much solace and peace that I wasn't completely lost as a teenager. When I would get upset, when my car would break down, you know, when I would get upset because this girl maybe didn't like me or my friends were talking about me, I didn't have to give thanks to God because those things were happening. But in those things, I was grateful. All right, let's, let's be serious. Let's think about that. There's a lot of Christians that say that we need to thank God for everything. Go thank God for everything. That's not Christianity. That's not biblical Christianity. That's crazy Christianity. You don't have to give thanks for the evil in the world. If my friend is murdered, I wouldn't be thankful. If my wife came down with a critical illness, all right, I, I wouldn't be thankful when there's war, when there's war within our cities, when there's war within countries. I am not thankful for that. The Bible doesn't say to be thankful for evil. It says in every circumstance, give thanks. Not for every circumstance, but in every circumstance. What circumstance are you in today. Maybe you're going through a big problem in your life. I think the entire world is going through a problem right now, but you got something personal going on in your life. It's okay to be upset. It's okay to be sad. Yet in the middle of that, I want you to take time and say, God, I am still grateful. I know that you have a purpose for me that is bigger than my problem. And I will give you praise in the middle of my problem. You know that he will give you power to overcome the problem that you're in and it will allow you to grow through the experience if you allow it to help you grow in every circumstance. Say that with me, in every circumstance, even when there's evil in the world. I can be thankful because I know that God is greater than my problem. You know, one of the things I've been telling people since the beginning of this whole COVID fiasco is that God is bigger than COVID and that none of this has caught God by surprise. I don't understand it. I don't understand why people have gotten sick. I don't understand why people are dying, but I know this, God is not surprised by it. God is still good. And in the middle of this problem, I will Praise Him. How do I know what God's will for my life is? That's what a lot of people tell me. Pastor Mark, I want to know what God's will is for my life. Have you ever heard someone say that? 
well, I don't know what God's will is for my life. Maybe you're thinking that right now. I hear people say all the time, oh, this is God's will for my life. Let me tell you something. You want to know what God's will for your life is? It's real easy in everything. Give thanks. In fact, all right, if you are not experiencing this attitude of gratitude, you are out of God's will. Man, that, that's intense. That, that's serious. How can I be grateful when I've lost so much? You're probably thinking, Pastor Mark, I've lost my job. I've lost my health. I've lost my husband or my wife. How can I be thankful in that situation? You look not at what you've lost. You look at what you have. I'm going to say that again. How do you become and continue to be grateful? You don't look at what you've lost. You look at what you have left. And you have an awful lot left. You're still alive. You look at what you have left. So the question is this, what are you taking for granted? Is it your health, your freedom, your relationships? In everything, give thanks. Gratitude is a stress reliever, all right? Get your eyes off of the problem. That's what gives you stress, all right? Put your eyes on positive things. Trust God. But why is it that we do that? Why is it that we focus on things that are negative? Hey, in a couple days, we're going to celebrate Thanksgiving, right? You're probably thinking like, I, I don't even understand that word thanks and giving. It's because when you're thankful, you give. You give to other people. That's the way you express Thanks. It's by giving. And most people that give are some of the most thankful people you will ever meet. It is an expression of gratitude. I worry about nothing. I pray about everything. I give thanks for all things. The second thing is this. All right. Think about the right things. It's so easy to focus on negativity, especially when everything around us seems negative. It's so easy to keep our eyes on the things that aren't of God. Check out this next verse. It says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, noble, right, pure, lovely, admirable. If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. The second point is this. If you want to reduce the level of stress in your life, you must change the way that you think. None of us use our brain to our potential. The potential that God has given us, whatever you put your brain to, it's what's going to come out. Whatever you put into your brain, it's what the fruit that you're going to bear in your life. It's like a computer. You put garbage in the computer, you're going to get garbage out. All right. Whatever you feed your mind, whatever you think about, it's what's going to come out in your life. The way that you think determines the way that you feel. And the way that you feel determines the way that you act. So God always says, if you want to change your life, you need to change your thinking change what's going on in here. There's so many people that want happiness in their life, but all that they think about is negativity. If you want to be happy, change the way that you think. That is the message that God wants you to hear today. You can possess happiness in your life. The problem is 
what you're thinking about, all right? So many people stuck on social media, all right? Everything that we're reading, let me tell you something. If you're on social media more than you're reading your Bible, you have a problem, all right? There's so much negativity, so much falsehood. People are portraying false lives on social media. I want the majority of people, what they put is not really what's happening in their life. And then you have people, all right, passive aggressive people putting stupid comments and stupid sayings and things online. And that is what we're feeding our mind. And then we wonder why we're unsatisfied. We wonder why we're not happy because we're dedicating time to things that have no value. Guys, God is telling us, think about the things that are true the things that are noble, the things that are right and lovely and admirable. Does that describe the typical movie or the typical conversation that people have, things that are noble, things? No, it's all about lies. It's all about some scheme. It's all about, oh my gosh, look what she said about me. This is what I want to do to her. This is what I want to do to him. Can you believe that? All this negativity. And as Christians, sometimes we wonder, why am I unhappy? Why can I find satisfaction? It's because our mind is full of junk. Fix your mind. Man, th this involves a deliberate, conscious choice where you change the channels, okay? So if you're watching something on TV, maybe it's news, maybe it's a movie, maybe if you remember being a kid, okay? I hope I'm not the only one that this happened to. You've been watching a movie for like 45 minutes and the moment that like your parent walks into the living room or whatever, there's like a kissing scene or something. You're like, oh my gosh, what do you do? You change the channel. If you don't like what's coming out of the TV or out of your computer, you change the channel. You go to another website. You turn that thing off. That's what it takes in our life, all right, to start being happy, to start experiencing the joy of the Lord. It is to fix our mind on God. Focus on the positive and on God's word. Why? Because the root cause of stress is the way that you choose to think. The stress that's happening in your life, it's because of the negativity that you're thinking about. Most people, when they're presented with a situation, the first thing that they do is, how is this not gonna work? What is gonna happen if it, you know what? Thank God, go to God in prayer and say, God, I thank you for this opportunity. Now help me be successful in this situation. There's so many people, sometimes you share a dream, you share a thought with them. You share, man, this is what I'm feeling. The first thing that they do, it's like a default. It's like they just wanna turn off your light. They just wanna you know, take the wind out of your sails. And you know what? You gotta get rid of those people too. If you have people in your life that every time you talk to them, they're bringing you down or, or you're, this is what God wants me to do. Oh, be careful. Make sure it's God. How do you know it's God? You know what? Let's pray about it. I, I think that's a great response. Someone comes to me and says, hey, this is what God wants me to do. Hey, what is it that God wants you to do? I want to help you pray about it, right? Encourage people. There's so many things that we can do to encourage people and not tear them down as, as and as you encourage them you may learn a little bit more about this dream maybe it isn't the voice of god maybe it's just an emotion that they have but because you love them and you cared about them and you directed them to god you directed them to prayer then now you've opened up the opportunity to edify this person that is what the bible calls us to do to think about good things to think about positive things and to say things that edify you can instruct someone in a way that edifies them and not 
tears them down. Guys, this takes a change in our thinking, a change in the way that we live life. This is altering our life. Are you ready to be happy? Are you ready to have the joy of the Lord in your life every single day? I, I know most people are like, yeah, I, I want to be happy. I, I don't want to be stressed out anymore. You know that there's people that their job is to figure out what stresses people out so they could sell them a product that doesn't really work and make a ton of money. This is a job description. There's people that that is their job every day. What's stressing people out? What are people fighting about? What's tearing up marriages? And let me sell them a book. Let me sell them a pill. Let me sell them a program. Let me sell them some self-help, whatever. And all we need to do is fix our eyes on Jesus. It's be positive. It's be thankful in all things. I think as a country, I think as a church, as people right now, we are being tested in this area where there's so much negativity, so much bad press. Man, there's a virus going on around the world killing hundreds and thousands of people. Yet God is still sitting on the throne. God still wants to use you. God still wants to use you in the midst of darkness to be hope, but he can't use you if you're being negative. If you're thinking about all the negative things, how about if you start thinking and declaring the word of God in your life? Open up your Bible and declare the word of God in all things. Proverbs 23 says this, as a man thinks in his heart, so is he. All right, as we think in our hearts, that's how we are. That's what we project. That's what we live out. What you think about the most, it's what's going to determine who you are. All right, think about it. Let's think about it in a positive way. Someone who's big time into baseball, you know you're going to go to their house and there's going to be like a signed autograph ball. The guy's going to have a bunch of like baseball jerseys. He's going to know everything about his team and other teams and about the MLB and he's going to be the best playing video. I mean, if someone is really into something and that's all they think about, it just pours out of our life. That's how God designed us. That's how God created us to be full of him to be full of his joy, and then project the goodness of God. Man, I want to pray for you. I want to pray so that the joy of the Lord can be your strength today. And I want to tell you the only way that this can all make sense in your life is if you have a relationship with Jesus. And I want to give you an opportunity right now to pray and invite Jesus into your mind, into your heart, into your thoughts, into your life, and say, Jesus, I surrender my life to you. Bring me your joy. Do you want to do that today? I'm going to invite you to pray with me, to close your eyes wherever you are. I'm going to invite everyone that's watching this message all together. Let's, let's pray and encourage our brothers and sisters all over the internet that are watching this message in this prayer. Let's close our eyes and let's pray together. Say, dear God, I come to you today and I say I'm sorry for the mistakes that I've made, for the sins that I've committed. I give you my life. I give you everything. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Hey, if you prayed that prayer today, you made the best decision of your life and I wanna help you on this next step. And here's what I'm gonna ask you to do, to text the word CONNECT to 786-541-1020. Text the word CONNECT to 786 786- 
541-1020. Maybe you're watching this message today and you want to support the ministry of Love Unlimited. It's real easy to do that. All you need to do is go to loveunlimited.com forward slash give and make your donation of any kind and help us continue spreading the good news of Jesus all over Miami, all over the world. We can't do it without you. Maybe you want to use Cash App. It's real easy to use Cash App as well. All you need to do is go to Cash App and put the dollar sign and the word Love Unlimited just like it's on the screen. And today you can make a contribution to our church. And now I want to invite you to worship with the Love Unlimited band. Mountains are still being moved. Strongholds are still being loosed. And God, we believe. And yes, we can see that wonders are still where you do. And bodies are still being raised. Giants are still being slain In God we believe And yes we can see That wonders are still what you do And we are here for you Come and do what you do We are here for
Hope you enjoyed that song the way that I did. And I want to remind you to make sure you follow us on Instagram, on Facebook, that you like this video, you subscribe to our YouTube channel. God bless you, and we'll see you next time.